Hey, welcome back to 95 Radio. No, I'm joking. Uh, welcome back to um, uh, Fully Living episode. Ah, damn it, because Rex doesn't read. Oh, oh God. What is stupid. Uh, 35, no? Thirty-four. No, thirty-four was last week. You're right. It is thirty-five. Somebody's been doing their homework. So hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Rex. With the most. With the most. And to my right, we have first brother Kobe. You heard that first. First. Wow. 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 This is a long time coming. And then we have G6 in the car. We in the building. <laughs> I don't want to do it. And uh, but we, <laughs> we have uh, Brother Jeeves, yeah? Uh, uh, Somali. Uh, sorry. A Somali. He is uh, here. As Somali. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey. Uh, Thank you for having me. And we're back, guys. How you guys doing? Good. Splendid. How's your week? Great. Good. Wonderful. Alhamdulillah. Um, so, yo, the topic this week is... Okay, basically, before we get into this, mm. somebody keeps messaging, messaging about conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how many times did they ask? This is the third time. The first one we talked about, I think, um, and this one they said, uh, do, you, "Do you guys think uh, man landed on the moon?" So, the man landed on the moon. Yeah, I forgot there was a celebrity who didn't believe it. I forgot who it was exactly. Probably Kyrie. No, no, it was Steph. It was Steph. It was Steph. Yeah, it was Steph. And then NASA uh, invited him to, to uh, I don't know, to educate him or something on, on like, like the space. Exactly. Like Forget that. I heard yeah. a conspiracy theory that NASA doesn't even exist. Huh? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Like it, no, like okay. It's, it's a front, and what they really do is like surveil the world. Some like oh my. crazy conspiracy theories. They, they probably use the, the same capabilities to surveil. Six chill. Don't believe it, man. I wonder who started. <laughs> I, I wonder who started the wave. I wonder who started the wave of overthinking things. Like looking at something like there's no way that's what they're for. Women, something else. Yeah. No, you know. You know no, I mean like in history, like yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Someone just sat down and was like, you know, nah. I think, you know, I think, I think people like it's conspiracy theories in general. People need to have like this idea, or maybe it comforts them. I don't know where it comes from, but they have a need to maybe feel like there's like somebody's in control. You know that yeah. things are not just random. Things are somebody's in control. Somebody's controlling what's happening. Big what's brother. Like that. Yeah. And yeah. because it brings them comfort and not and knowing, or I guess maybe you know thinking that they're not living in a chaotic world. Yeah, it's easy just to believe in God, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. They want some type of structure. They just want, to be honest, they just want someone to blame for the stuff that happens. They yeah. want attention. Okay, G six show. No, I don't think it's just attention. On, I think they want they want to like have a reference, like be like have a reason for it. everything has a reason, basically. Yeah, just a blame blame game. Yeah. Or. Nobody likes not knowing stuff. That too. Mm-hmm. Or they're real. <laughs> Maybe they did yeah. that. He's one of them. But all conspiracy... I, I, I haven't been 100% convinced by conspiracy theory. Bush did 9-11. To be honest, yeah. if you go, if you go yeah. deep enough in the rabbit like, hole of YouTube, you're, def- <laughs> you're definitely becoming a believer, brother. <laughs> no, no, no. You remember that whole thing about... Um, it wasn't that like a series... Of like, it's like a documentary series or something like that. You know what I'm about? I don't like know. Different conspiracy theories. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Right with you guys. now, if right now, if you if your life depended on it, you had you had to answer if Bush did 9/11. Are you saying Bush did 9/11? No. <laughs> that's that that well that's that's what I mean. Like conspiracy theories, like I wouldn't do like 
Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. There's a point in time mm. where I <laughs> where I genuinely believed the Illuminati existed. He's, you don't he's, you don't believe the Tin Hatter? You don't believe yeah, it? I don't, no, I don't believe it now. I don't believe okay. in the Illuminati. Okay. <laughs> okay. What the hell? Do you, think, okay. you think they exist? Okay, yeah, yeah, he's doing this. He's doing this. The, the BS man with his hands and stuff. Idiot thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they do. They, 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 I believe they do. I'm yeah, be honest. Somebody, me. somebody, somebody told me a crazy theory about how Beyonce, Jay Z, Rihanna are all in the Illuminati, and then like toss up the rock, fam. I'm telling you, fam. The eye in the middle. No, you know, I think it is. I think it exists, but not to in the, that sense. To the extent like we think it is, yeah. And doing stuff like that. I think it's more like a group of wealthy, very, very wealthy people. Who just want to keep on making money? I think they move with gins, fam. Well, then, I think we're going to end it there. I don't want to talk uh, about Somebody gins. check this guy to the hospital. <laughs> 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 I'm honest, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, actually, this is, this is, so that's that's our little spiel on conspiracy theories. theories. <laughs> um, we don't know. Believe him, don't believe him. I don't know. I'm floating there. Um, but somebody actually suggested a topic. Um, how does, okay, the question is, what do you what do we think about cultural appropriation? Mm. Does it bother you? Do you think someone needs to get called out for it? Also, how does one distinguish between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation? And yeah, they said thanks for the podcast. Hey, thank you for listening. So yeah, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of cultural appropriation, first of all? I mean I like it. Why don't you like it? Elaborate. Okay. Mm. Mm. As example, when there's situations where the black community needs uh, people or doesn't necessarily need but can be um, helped with their cause or with anything that's happening you know what I mean culture issues with people that are from other cultures such as you know other white people or other people from other races or other ethnicities that are not black or not African those people don't put, don't bring out their voices but yet those same people go and wear African style clothing or go and promote their music like that or their art, arts or talk about it or live a lifestyle like it but they are never there to support. And then after they act like, yeah, I'm with you, but they're not just there for the culture. Before cool. anything, make, like, let's get a definition of what cultural appropriation is. Mm. Just so people understand, because some people just think cultural appropriation means, oh, you're stealing someone's culture. And it's some deeper people, some than that. Some people look at like, oh, you're wearing this, that's cultural appropriation. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, like deeper, you're wearing it's deeper than just, Doing Wait. something that other cultures do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the pictures that they're putting up in this is crazy. <laughs> 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 it's a white person, like a Native Dreads? American thing. It's crazy. And very naked people. Google cultural appropriation. But it's basically said cultural appropriation, at, at times also phrased cultural misappropriation, is the adoption of elements of a minority culture by members of the dominant culture. Because of the presence of power, imbalances that are a byproduct of colonialism, <laughs> oppression, cultural appropriation distinct from equal culture exchange. To be honest, this um, works for my point, which I was going to say but before we found the definition. I was saying that the only people that appropriate culture are white people because they don't have culture. Spicy. Well, and if and you, if here. Here. Like, but only in, here. No, even in general. Okay, here, yeah, here. Here, West, like, in, in America and whatever, Canada, anything that's quote-unquote white culture is taken from another culture. Thanksgiving was taken from the friggin' Native, Native Americans. All, all of, um, all of, if, if you want to talk about white music, 
every kind of music now. that white people make. No, not even now. I'm talking about rock people. and roll. Oh yeah, you're right. Jazz, jazz. jazz. You're right. Rock you're and jazz. roll started from black people. Everything started from black people. So I say the only people that can appropriate culture is white people. And um, also, I think people need to understand there's a difference. My another, I don't think another minority can culturally appropriate another culture, but I think they can adopt. Like you know, there's people who adopt other cultures. Like oh, um, we do that right now. Yeah, exactly. We're doing it right now. That's what I mean. For example, um, actually, some I remember I was having a big argument, but I, like I got I got proven wrong. That's why I can like educate you guys on this. Basically, there was um, this girl I, I was in an internship with, and she was Afghani, right? And apparently, an Afghani wedding is like now they dress up in like Indian clothes. But they're Afghani, you know what I mean? Like, but they mm-hmm. dress up in Indian clothes and they play Indian music in their weddings, you know what I mean? And then I was telling her that's cultural appropriation, <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. she was telling me it's not. It's like culture ad- adopt, like they're adopting Adaptation. the culture because of like there was a lot of Indian presence where in that part of Afghanistan and stuff like that. So there's a difference between the two. Basically. So now here's a question: Why is it when, like for example, like you said, there's a lot of you know, Indian, Indians that came to Afghanistan and the, in, the Afghanis adopted some of the Indian culture and they don't consider cultural appropriation. But we, in that same sort of sphere, consider that cultural appropriation. Does that make sense? Because the same thing, right? A minority group within the majority, majority is adopting parts of the minority culture and we call it out, we call out, we call it out. But um, another detail within that is uh, Pakistan and Afghanistan like right beside each other, right? So Pakistan is basically India, right? So they have that culture, the Indian culture, and Afghanistan is like basically that part of the, the equal the part where I'm talking about is literally at the border. So it's the people who are Afghanistan, you don't know if they're even Pakistan or or not. It's just it's very close like so it's it's hard to even distinct that as cultural appropriation because the people are not like being oppressed, they're not like it's like they're all like one people. Basically. That's why you I was like a little seen, different. You, you ever seen those um like if you're around kids, you'll see like an older kid sort of poking fun at a little kid, right? Continuously just bothering and bugging him. And then like after a while, the the younger kid will be like, well, will complain to the mom. Like, yo, he's looking at me, you know? Because yeah. he's been bugging him the whole time. And then the younger one will be like, your mom, he's looking at me. The mom will be like, why is he so what? He's just looking at you. It's nothing serious. It's not that serious, right? I feel like similarly with cultural appropriation, with all that's happened before, with the history between black people and white people in this country or inside of the world, with all that history, now when you have cultural appropriation or misappropriation, it's like, normally it would not be that serious. It's not that big of a deal. But because of the context and because of the history behind it, it's a big deal now. Exactly. Yeah, And I feel on top of that, they kind of push it down your throat because one person says it, then it's like a wave, everybody's saying it. Now that being said, I don't see cultural appropriation as an issue. As an as an issue, yeah. <laughs> you know, no. I mean, there's people like oh, this is a cultural appropriation is a big thing. It's wrong. Don't that. no. It's, I, I don't see it as that. I don't, I don't see, see it as an issue. Deal, no, I I'll tell you when it's an issue. It's an issue when white people are benefiting off or black culture. Like, now here's like, so what if they're benefiting? It's what do you mean? It's something. Imagine you created something. Someone else takes what you created and is making more money than you. Okay, no, but here's like, if it's something, an item that you created, yes, you can complain about that. But a style or that's you know, basically the same thing. It's not the same. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. You have to a be style. Honest, there's laws. There's laws that work for all that stuff, though. Yeah, but here's the thing. Though. Let's say, okay, 
something very similar at Maus, right? Whoever doesn't know what our Maus is, just Google it. <laughs> okay, like what about this? you created the Maoists. You you create the garment. Who can say I created the Maoists? Nobody. It's a cultural thing that that, that people from East Africa wear, and other parts of the world as well. Uh huh. So right? you, you do. So now, if you see a random white guy on the street wearing Maoists, you're gonna be like, "Yo, that's cultural appropriation. That's wrong." And he opens a store and starts selling them, selling them, mass producing them. Can you say no? That's wrong. He shouldn't be. Selling so them? you don't consider an idea a thing. You don't consider it like tangible. At all. It depends. It depends what it is, obviously. So I, I think like style, something like. like but even idea, for example, like. Um, but how's an idea cultural appropriation? How's an idea part? Of, like, give me an example where. An no, idea I'm is part like of the, the person. For example, the person who made the ma'awas was I. Someone made idea, right? Okay. And then that idea was like shared within the people, and it's just something with history within that country, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So. At the end of the day, that's their thing. But no, no, it's not their it, thing. It is. It's the person who originated. But if the person who originated didn't say it's mine, nobody else can sell it. No, they didn't do that. Everybody's doing it. If you go to, you can go to hundred and one different stores and buy my house. But just yeah. because now there's a white guy that's selling it, we see an issue with it. Does that make sense? It's not something that okay, that, that that's, should be an issue. That's that's different. In and of itself, it shouldn't be an issue in and of itself. Because if it was anybody else who's maybe another minority culture, no, I don't think a white guy selling it is cultural appropriation. But that's that's. What I don't think so. But I think where it's like, for example, black people are. We said they're benefiting off of it. They're benefiting off it. For example, I'll give you an example. Black people when they wear braids, they're seen as like it's a negative thing. Yeah. Get and then this, the same people who are stigmatizing them for wearing the braids, mm-hmm. then you see white people wear braids. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, what, and no one looks at it like, like what is he doing? Like, yeah. What is he doing? Like, yeah. like you are, your people make us look bad for wearing braids and you're wearing the braids. And, and you're never that's, gonna com- that's completely wrong. But that's, that's what I mean. But now, but no, no, that's, 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 that's one thing. Yeah, but that's one thing. You're right. I don't think a white guy selling my is no, a problem. No, no, no. I want to continue on that analogy, right? You said, you know, white people are now wearing uh, box braids or cornrows or whatever, and now it's being like, now it's, it's, it's okay suddenly now because they're doing it. But now, because they're doing it and they're making maybe normalizing it, now if that continues, then it'll be normal for black people to do it as well, whether not eventually, right? It'll get there. So in that case, yeah, we see it as something negative now. This person's appropriating our culture or whatever, but. It's it's not something that like it's not something worth complaining about. Yeah. It's not something worth. It's not it's 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 about. not it's not a number one issue. In, in all honesty, I feel like um, it it all comes down to the relationship between all these cultures, and if everybody's being being respected, if there's any hatred, animosity, racism, things like that, obviously that's what um, it comes down to. That's what I believe, mm-hmm. and that's where it starts. If there's none of that, huh, we're gravy. We're moving on a gravy chain. And now with with let's, with that, when it came down to when it came to Let's say let's look into the past. When, it was, when, when they were fighting, for, when black people were fighting for their lives, for their freedom, slavery. Mm-hmm. The fight was for slavery, to get out of slavery, to be treated right as regular humans. The fight wasn't, well, yo, why is, you know, why is he looking at me funny? Because there's bigger things to worry about. There's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Right? Down the line, civil rights. Right? The fight is, I want to be treated equally as this person, be able to go to the same places and do the same things that this person is able to do. That was the fight. Right? It wasn't, this guy's wearing the same clothes as me. And now the fight is we're being killed by cops in the street. We're mm. not, you know, things like social, social uh, issues. Pro- social issues, social problems, right? That's where the fight should be. We shouldn't be, you know, yelling and screaming about these little things like you know, they're appropriating our culture because we have bigger fish to fry. 
Because now it goes back to going back to that analogy of the little kid that's complaining about something that doesn't, like, that doesn't matter. The person that I work, they, generally we want to complain to the general public. We want the general public to hear and understand that these are the issues that we're facing. Yeah. But if we're crying and complaining about cult- cultural appropriation, we're not like we're not going to be taken seriously. We're, we're, skip, yeah. we're skipping we're, steps. We're, yeah. we're, we're dealing that's, with that's, tuna, that's but one we're of the big the issues shark. nowadays, especially recently with social media and stuff like that. Like if you cry about everything, not even that. Like, as it might this might come off wrong, but black people in general play the victim way too often. Do you guys don't 100%. think that? You guys don't think that? Hundred <laughs> percent. Like uh, too much. Like I get it. Hundred percent. You. Hundred percent. You're victims. <laughs> you're victims. Obviously, black people yeah. were victims in uh, North America, but yeah. you can't complain about everything. Because first, figure out the big issues first. Like there's black pe- innocent people getting killed. Yeah. We're talking about cultural appropriation. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. What about uh, black people? What, how, how? Why don't we focus on black people's going getting uh, equal education and? Like bad neighborhoods. That's the stuff that really, yep. really matters. Another, yep. Thing, yep. another thing is, another thing is, we, when I say when I say black, I mean we because we're hundred percent. Yeah, for this is our problem as well, right? Yeah, we look at all of the outside influences, the things that are the outside world is how the outside world is affecting our community, but we don't focus on how our community itself is dealing with things and how we're not doing what we need to be doing to pick exactly. ourselves up. Before yep. we can look, at, you know, to, to the outside world, we have to fix the problems amongst each other within our communities. Preach. Before we can look toward to the outside. It's a contradiction. Yeah. And and that's the thing with how you deal with issues. It's you deal with what's right in front of you and you branch out. But if you try exactly. to go from outside in, it's it's it's, it's going to be a lot harder and it's going to take a lot longer. Mm. To be honest, mm. I'm thinking. Cultural appropriation is an issue, obviously a lesser issue in comparison yeah. in comparison to, to those more important things. But I think in terms of all of those things, it's easier to target the smaller issues first and then obviously get to bigger issues, right? Because I don't know about you, when I'm doing a task, I like I like doing the easy things first and leaving the hard things. But what if end. the hard thing is preventing you from fixing? Exactly, the I was good. I was just about to say that, because how do you expect white people to respect your culture if they don't even respect your life? Mm. No, <laughs> oh my, God. yo fam, bro, they don't. I, even, I like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. How how do you expect them to respect small things but like your culture? Honest, no, it's a it's a start. What? It's what? The, what? You, what? Can't, you, can't you can't don't start. value your it's life. Like, you know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like, yo, I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do a marathon and I give up halfway. Or it's like, you know, trying to put the icing on before the cake is done. Yeah. No, <laughs> you guys are right. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing with what you guys are saying. I'm just saying it's still something that can be I think if there's no racism, none of this hatred, animosity, you know what I mean, all that, like, other stuff, garbage going on yeah. between the races, no one, no one would give that. a damn. No one would Go wear Ma'wiz, go wear uh, Dashiki, go wear braids, no one gives a damn. We're living free, everybody's respected, everybody's good, everybody has education, if, for example, everything's good. What? Yo, Rex, let's say if you have um, a friend of a different culture, but your cultures have no problem, your cultures are cool, you know? There's no overlying history, nothing, right? If they're using, if they're wearing something from your culture, you'll look at it like you're appreciating. I'm like, oh, that's it. You're wearing my thing. Like, you don't know. You wouldn't even look. I, I would even look at it weird. 
culture, or like the like another culture itself? that has nothing, like no, pro- like if another, for example, so, um, in Africa, right? We're all Africans. Culture is also country based. You know what I mean? So if another African was wearing some type of Somali clothing, I wouldn't care. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. That's still culture. Would you would you consider culture appropriation? No, no, I, think, I think you misunderstood his point. His point was. It's easier to deal with the little things, the attack the little things. No, but I was just adding on. And then to, work your way to the bigger things. No, I was but, adding on to G6's point. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways. So but yeah, that's, that's the point that's, I was trying to, make. trying to make. Because, let's say, okay, um, bridge, bridge are cool now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very small, very small thing. <laughs> Braids are waves too. Bridge, no, I, the perception of braids is changed. So now, if a black, if a black guy's on the road wearing braids, at least he's not seen as... X, Y, and Z. He, he is, I think he, he still is. is. He still is. is I guarantee you. It's, it's becoming, it's, it's getting, it's yeah, getting yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Nonetheless, obviously, those, there's, the, like, the reason, but the reason why, why I don't think that's the best idea. It's not the best idea. Or, but and, still, and not only that, I think it's, that, that, that wouldn't work and it's not working is because that's the easy thing to do. Everybody can, you know, complain about cultural appropriation, right? But the thing is, people will do that, say, oh, this person's appropriating our culture, this, that, da, 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 da. And then they feel like, okay, I did, I did my part. I did something, mm. you know? Another it's, thing. It's, 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 a, it's a task. It's something that you can say, oh, I did this. And sort of just be okay with, you know, go to see, go and rest easy that night. You know? um, but it's harder to be like, okay, how do we attack this big issue? How do we solve this big step, this big problem that's right in front of us? That's preventing other things from happening. Because mm. that requires a lot more effort. And that requires a lot more sacrifice. Mm. And with everything that you're fighting for, the question becomes, if you're fighting for this thing and you think this is important, then what are you willing to give up for it, right? With the slavery and civil rights, people were willing to give up their lives for it because, that's what they, because this is something that they needed, not for themselves and not for just their families, but for their entire community and for the generations to come. So with this, it's what are you willing to give up? You want police brutality to stop? You want to be treated as an equal citizen? You want all this stuff? What are you, how far are you willing to fight for it? What are you willing to give up for it? A good example is Colin Kaepernick. Give away his career for that, mm. basically. That's, that's somebody what? who's doing it's actual... Ka- Colin Kaepernick, his career is basically done yeah, because of that. Yeah, he said he's, he, he gave, he gave his, his whole career, career for it. He gave his whole career for it. His football career, his dream when he was oh, a kid. Wow. That's true. He's not on no team. He should be on a team right now, but they're not going to Oh, yeah, them. there's so and, and, many and garbage look, players. And look, at, look at the change that he's brought, the attention, the awareness that he's brought. A huge change. Huge, huge right? change. And another thing, the people who usually shy away from talking about police brutality or the big issues always have something to say about culture appropriation. These rappers, all these other people that have, like, you know, white people in their pockets, right? They never ca- talk about the big issues. They just talk about, yo, these white people are stealing my music. So why you are doing to, that, doing that. You have to it's wear the that, easy that, stuff because that, that's the stuff that people yeah. are not really offended by. The way, like the way people, it doesn't really hit them. But when you talk about police brutality and saying your racism is still here, and not only like that, that like as well, they, one thing that I really, really, really like just makes me cringe is when people attack white people as a whole and be like, "Oh, all white people do this," and all just that. Mm. You want equal rights and you want to be treated as a, as a human being and you want to do you, this, all this to be done, but. You hear you are doing the exact same thing you're complaining about to, to the, another race, mm. right? It's are you looking for justice? Or are you looking for revenge? Because mm. those are two different things. Yeah, I think most people have the revenge. Yep. And them like, some people just say like all white people are racist. I'm like, mm. what the hell? No, they're not. I remember recently actually I seen this thing on Twitter, like, <sighs> retarded. Basically, some 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 girls something along the lines of like, oh, I don't trust when white I see white Muslims or something like that. What? what no okay, way. First, firstly, so you don't crazy. understand. Racism is taught. Oh, 
It's Preach. taught. It's not like from it's not something you're born with. Mm-hmm. So, for example, a racist Muslim is racism in Islam? Nope. No. No. Nope. So, if the person is a practicing Muslim, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't have any fear. They're not going to be racist because that's the religion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Emphasis yeah. on practicing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Emphasis on practicing. But if they're practicing, if they're following everything, then they should know that that's that's wrong. Exactly. But then again, people. You know, when somebody has a goal, has something they want to achieve, something they want to get, or a point they want to make, then they'll do everything in their power to get there. To Sometimes logic that, goes out the window. Work. Exactly. So this person went out of their way to make you know white people look evil, but then they came off as a yeah ass person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. Everything so I guess you have to wow. have, set your priorities right. I guess have a focus. Have have a all of it comes down to a sincere intention. Like if you have a sincere intention of this is what I want to accomplish and this is what I want to do, then everything and that's your foundation. So everything that you do is either gonna be along, you know, along parallel to that intention, or it's not gonna be. So if you see that you're doing something and it's counter to your intention, then you know you're doing something wrong, and then you can, I guess, maneuver accordingly. But when you don't have the right intention and you're acting on emotion and you're doing everything and saying and doing everything that you want to say. Then you're not gonna get the the problem's not gonna go away, uh-huh. and the, that's a, most especially with social media. What you see on social media, people claiming to be social justice warriors, it's all bullcrap. A take lot of their, uh, some, take away their Twitter account. What do they have? Thank you. A lot of people just is just right? attention. It's and, and, and people want to say, oh, it's a voice. It's my voice. Is what I'm doing. How many voices do you need? Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, you know the no, voices. Not, not everybody can be a voice. A real, a real voice is action. A real voice is actually trying to put things together. If no one else comes and you actually put things together in like actual like events and you know what I mean, seminars and things like that, talk about it and you know get the community involved. That's one thing. But if you're just talking, you know what I mean, just moving your lips and moving your fingers, what is that gonna do for everybody? And you know what it is. Another thing is, you know, I want to I want to sort of explain myself when I said, what are you willing to sacrifice? You know, people look at it like, oh, what are you, when I say, what are you willing to sacrifice? The, you know, the extreme is, yo, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to die for this. I'm willing to lose my career over this, right? But that's on a large scale, right? When you look at the small things, your boss says something a little racist, you know? You can call him up like, or say, yo, this is wrong. You know, I don't appreciate doing do it, right? Or you can just keep your mouth shut because you, you got to get your paycheck at the end of the week, you know? That's, that's where, where it comes down to what are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to step up and speak up and even maybe even make yourself look bad or look or make yourself look like the villain in that situation because it's the right thing to do, right? It goes back to your intention. If you have the right intention, this is the right thing to do, then you're going to do it, right? Exactly, yeah. So it's, it's, it's on a large scale, it's your what are you willing to sacrifice, you know, your life, your career, all that. Exactly. But on a small scale, your reputation, the people that you know, may, might not enjoy your company after that, right? Because you're calling out your friends, your circle, the people around you. Right when you're willing to call those people out on 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 actual issues, then we can so then we, and if everyone's doing that, then we'll start to see some change. Yeah, people don't understand. It has to be like everyone doing it. It can't just mm. be these one one two people like Colin Kaepernick. No, no, like as an example, as an example, he's just one of the examples. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it's kind of like the same thing we were talking about um, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the N word. It's like it can't just be like one group of people. It has to be like you're spreading out that voice and spreading out that message to multiple people in different areas and then everybody else, you know what I mean, slowly, slowly gets on the same page. But yeah, go ahead, sorry. I remember um, hearing about the, in the 60s and 70s, um, they used to teach in schools, like they used to teach classes like wood shop and like skill building stuff and trades, right? 
So when people were, even if they you know, left high school, they all had a high school education, they were skilled with their hands. They could go and work and they can earn stuff, right? And when they took that away, then people were relying on education and then getting a job and working for somebody. And when you're working for somebody, you're basically making scraps, right? But when you're working, when you have a trade and you have a skill and you're working for yourself, then you, can, you have more money coming in. So most of the people that were financing and supporting Martin Luther King and Malcolm, and Malcolm X, they were supporting them from their own pockets, their, their own businesses. And they were, they were able to unite together as a community. And then when they had that support and they were coming together as a community, then they were able to move as a unit, right? Whereas here, now, in, like nowadays in 2018, it's, we're all making you know, a wage. We have a wage that we're making, an hourly wage, right? So whatever we, so we have, at the end of the week, we get a paycheck. That paycheck covers rent, some food, maybe a little bit left over, right? So if people are not willing to give that up, or not, they're really, they need to hold on to that, because that's their source of income. That's how they live their life, right? And because of that, it, it makes it easier for people to keep their mouth shut. And it makes it easier for people to say, you know what? I have to stay quiet to protect my family. Right? And it's understandable, but, you know. You're not, you're not contributing to the larger issue. Yeah, right? and your, your community needs you. As much as you, your family needs you, and as much as you need you, your community needs you as well. Because we have responsibilities to ourselves, we have responsibilities to our family, and we have responsibilities to the community as a whole. So if you're willing to, I guess, forego your responsibility to the community, and everyone's doing the same thing, then these problems are not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And people, I think subconsciously people realize that. People realize that they need to feel like they're doing something, but they're not doing anything, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you get a lot of you know, these quote-unquote social justice warriors. To make, just, it's just to make, to make them feel better about themselves. And ultimately, to be honest, I, I was I've been thinking like not been thinking about it a lot, but it's it's come up just my, mm. and thought I'm like yo, majority of people are, are selfish. They're selfish with their time, they're selfish with their money, and how they spend it. And if like if you, even even just us, if you sit back and 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 you look back and you're like yo, I spent all my time just kind of doing just pleasing myself or whatever. And when mm. when do you ever kind of sit back and think like yo? When am I helping somebody or yeah. how am I how am I developing other people? How am I helping other people? You might obviously there's little things that people do like talking like you know, encouraging your friends to start something or, mm. or better themselves, da da da. But we have so much time on our hands and and if we're not helping each other, if we're not in this world to help each other people, not just just us, and even helping the future generation, mm. then what do you like what are you really doing? We're all majority of us are very, very selfish, very yeah, self-centered. You, know, it's, you you go to work or you go to school and when you're done, okay, how can I squeeze in the most amount of fun in this little time that yeah. I have before I go to bed? You know, and it, it, that's that's how people live their life in day in and day out. And it doesn't have to be like you're out here, you quit your job, you do everything and now you're fully in that, you know, involved in the community. No, it's like yo, you go find a tutoring program. They need tutors. One, one, two hours a week. You know, you can dedicate your time, go somewhere and help somebody, you know, help the youth. Do anything, right? As long as you're contributing to the community in some way, right? And when mm-hmm. that happens, then we can sort of, you know, move forward. Exactly. I, heard, I heard a quote once. It said, um, how many people are better off because you lived? And I, it resonated with me. And I, that's when I started to become less selfish. I was speaking with um, one of my uh, cousins, and he, he's a businessman. And he said he was working six or seven days a week for like three years, you know? And he said, 
the toll it took on my family, my health. You know, he said, I realized it wasn't worth it. And he said, I also realized that this rat race never ends. Mm-hmm. You'll never, like, especially when it comes to money, you'll never get to the point where you'll be like, okay, I'm done. I have enough money. It never happens. You know, so we always, we always feel like, yo, we're behind. I have to catch up. I have to catch up. So feel, people feel like, yo, I can't, I can't dedicate enough time to the community. I don't have time. I have to go to work. I have to, I have to catch up. I'm behind. I have to put in that overtime, right? Mm-hmm. I have to be on my grind. But you don't realize that grind and that race to be, you know, okay. It never ends. You're never okay. Yeah. yeah. It, you'll never reach. You'll never get to the point where you'll be like, okay, I have enough. Jeff Bezos, $140 <laughs> billion. Dollars. We just talk about it. Yeah. Split in half. Yeah, split in half now. But yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Even even 70, you can ask if you spent a billion dollars a year for the rest, if he spends a billion dollars a year he'll still for the be a billionaire. rest of his life, he'll still be a billionaire by the time he dies. 100% because that thing's going to grow. Right? And that's the thing with, with, with money. It never ends. And I, I guarantee you, you know, people who have like that kind of money, they, 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 they're, they're constantly working yeah. because they have to, I'm still behind, I have to get ahead. Yeah. I've exactly. heard of investors dying because they lose like half their money, the stock market crash and all that, but it's, it's crazy. But, but yeah. all that, to be honest, all that stuff, you like, I'm pretty sure I talked about this before, but I think when you get to that point, especially like Bill Gates is, I think the best example saying, you know, uh, you know he, he puts all the money in the foundation, whatever, mm. da, 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 da. You, I think that's that's just show like yo if if that guy has all that money, yeah, and he's saying yo I'm gonna give it all back to whatever, then like what? <laughs> what <laughs> you realize it's not the goal. What about uh Facebook CEO? Oh Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg? Yeah, didn't he give all his money? Uh, I don't know, but I heard something. Like something. his money going like from I think uh, when he when he said it from that point on like I think like it was a ninety percent or ninety percent you know, goes to his foundation or something of, like that. Part of um. Part of that sort of, and the thing is, what they what they're doing is when they're giving away their money to charities and whatnot, they're looking for that contentment, right? Because with you, you realize once you when you chase, you spend your whole life chasing money, and then once you get the money, you'll be like, this isn't it, because you don't find contentment with money. Exactly, you realize you realize like, okay, I have all this money and I still don't feel right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So when you have that, step one in, in getting contentment is being thankful, mm. and being thankful for the fact that you are, you know blessed to have this much even right now i remember reading somewhere it's like if you have a roof over your head and you're not worrying about your next meal then you're richer than half of the world i <laughs> said yo I, I remind myself of that every day and you're safe you're i not, think one of these one of yeah these safety is. shelter and, you, and you're not worried about your next meal you're richer yeah. than half of the world that's not right so even that and even that we're thinking you i'm broke i'm living in poverty right when you and it goes back to being looking for what do you what makes what's going to make you content it's not going to be money. If you look for contentment and money, you're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Right? So part of being, I guess, content is being thankful for the fact that you are that far ahead. And once you realize you're this far ahead and you have to be thankful, gratitude is not just you know, verbally or it's not in the heart. It's like you have to basically show, how, show your gratitude. How grateful are you? Mm-hmm. By that, then by giving back. Exactly. Yeah. Then once you give back and you're thankful for what you have, that's where you find the contentment. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't have uh, a lot of people have midlife crises, crises because um, they don't know why they're living. They don't know what the, m- the meaning of of this life is. I was, I was m- talking to one of my boys, and um, he's he's trying to play ball professionally overseas. You know, and I was asking him, "What's your goal?" He said, "Trying to play ball and make a lot of money." You know, I said, "And then what?" 
He's like, I haven't thought, I haven't thought, thought that far ahead. <laughs> and that's that's just one situation of many, many, many people. It's like they want to, their whole life is like, yo, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get this kind of job. I'm going to work in this field and then I'm going to be rich. I'm trying to make that's it. That's it. End of the story. Like that's, that's their whole goal. Right? And selfish, when, man. When you live your whole life with that goal in mind, you finally like, you spend like 20, 30 years. Next thing you know, you're like, you know, midlife and you get, and you realize, yo, like I'm getting closer and closer to my death, but I haven't like found my purpose. You haven't lived. I haven't lived. Because you don't, even that, even everything, you can remember, everything you do, you do for a purpose. If, you're, if you don't have a purpose for why, you're want, you, why you want to get money, then it's like you're chasing the money. So once you, even, and you see this a lot with rich, rich people and famous people, once they get to where they wanted to go, then they're stuck, they're done. They're they kind of hit a wall and they're they like, what, do, like, I, what do, do I do now? They're what clueless. Do do now, uh, right? yeah. And that's where you see a lot of time people who are you know, wealthy or people who are famous, they fall into depression and they fall into drugs and they, you know, all this stuff. You see, what was it, the depression rate in, 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 in Los Angeles? I think, I remember what it was, but it was crazy. Hey, yeah, yes. we have the internet for that. For sure. And, <laughs> and, 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 and Los Angeles is probably a lot of failure failure stories because people go there in hopes of like... Yeah, yeah New York big, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, LA, New York, all those big, major big cities. Big cities, yeah. I bet you even some trauma too. Yeah, and that, and sure. that's, yeah, that's what happens when you live a life without a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 19.1%. Small things. Yeah. What is it? 19.1%. Yeah, 19.1%. That's, that's crazy. Five it's like you see five people on the... Sh- There's like what, eight million people there? Or no, like even more than that. In LA, yeah, like what? Yeah. Is it eight million people? I think Google, like what are you saying? Way more than that. Nine million? Ten point six million. Ten point six million. That means two million. 10.16. That's two million. Wait, ten point one? Yeah. Ten point six. That's nineteen. That's like nineteen million. Right. Of people who are living with anxiety and depression. To be honest, somebody somebody was saying that LA is where. No, I'm writing. That's one point nine million. I just did the math. Sorry. Yeah, this is a good one. Sorry, I don't, don't want to say 19 million. Sound like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a just s- two. Somebody's yeah. saying when you go to LA. You can tell that there's dead dreams in the air. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that's deep. Oh, and I was like, yo, that is crazy. And, this, and, and then the guy's like, yo, it makes you want to, you know, it makes you want to work on your dream more. But it's facts. It makes sense to be honest, because people, most people that go to LA, even you see it in movies, like the the guy in like small town in Kansas who wants to go to LA and live out his dream as an actor or whatever, oh, needs to be a waiter, BS, you know. Why, why wouldn't that guy be depressed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people like throw away their life and just run to LA. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, they've even driven in New York as well. Both yeah. places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's crazy, man. Change your whole life. Like, um, you know, like Travis Scott. Uh, I mean, you know his story, right? Like, he was supposed to be in school, and then he wasn't in school, and he's using his money that his parents gave him for school to like support his music. To rap. Yeah, like studio sessions and stuff like that. He's using that his tuition money for that. So saying if he didn't make it, halas. Exactly. Like that would be wow. like a big L. So Jeez. that's like an example. Yikes, yikes, yikes. It's a rough thing still. But hey, um, you know what I'm saying? This was a, a nice little talk that we had. Very nice. Um, we're going to cut it off here. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Thank you for it. listening. Thank, uh, you. thank you for listening. Comment on the Curious Cat. You already the, know. The one about cultural appropriation. The one about, the one yeah, about I'm, cultural I'm, appropriation. I'm leaving it that. Um, and yeah, next week we have an announcement. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Big, big. Big announcement. Two share. big announcements. Share, actually. share, share. We'll share what? No, just saying, just share the podcast. Holy, holy, man. Share the announcement. Like, okay, no, no, do it. no, no, no. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, next week we have an announcement. Uh, and yeah, so stay tuned, stay free. 
stay lit and hey, um, don't be so, don't be selfish. That's the moral of uh, yeah. More of the podcast today. Give give more. Give more. Be free. You know what I'm saying. What's the announcement? What? I don't even know what's the announcement. What? What's the announcement? Oh, it's still recording.